Welcome, everybody, to episode 214 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends each bring three topics that will bat around for some length of time. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at Hello, hello. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me getting crushed by our local air quality at CD Villa Senor on Twitter. And with me is Ty. Where can we find you in respiratory distress on social media? I'm at SCATJK, basically just live blogging the slow death of the planet. <laughs> it's mostly just our little corner of the world right now that we're focused on. But for the moment, <laughs> for the moment, I can't right. help but feel like this is a precursor for other things to come. You know, there's a fire burning. At least you don't live in Darrington or whatever. I look at the map every day and I see like that dark, dark purple where the actual fire forest fire is, and you can't even like, those people can't even live in the town. Let alone. I don't know how this fire got started, but if you started it, I hate you. <laughs> we should find the people. They they really should like pillory these people, right? Yeah. They should yeah. find these people, and they should put them in the public square for all of us to boo at them. Like, no one should throw anything at them. But we should at least get a chance to to line up and boo them. Right? If we're going to be <clears throat> fascists, we might as well be fascists for environmentalism. <laughs> right. No, this isn't even fascism. This is just, you know, if you do something uh, so heinous as to start a massive forest fire that, I don't know, burns up thousands of acres and then makes the air quality unpleasant for a million plus people. Yeah. In, in, you know, in our part of the world. We should at least get, you know, you're, they should at least put your picture on the news. Bring back the stocks. <laughs> we like I said, we don't need stocks. But I disagree. Instead, but <laughs> bring back the stocks. <laughs> we don't need to. You can be in a glass no, case in right, the stocks. Right, right, right. No, that's, they, they don't need to put you, yeah. They just need to put you in the public square. In the stocks. Should, and people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always think of the stocks as that thing where they put your head, head and yes. arms through. The yeah. Stock. <laughs> Yes. I don't think they need to be restrained. I just think we should just be able to walk by and boo them. That's it. That's it. You should walk by and go boo, and that's all. Put them on the. Uh, put them in one of those um, gyroscope things from the mall, and they just can't get out. Because <laughs> right. if oh, they that, can control it, right, they can stop it from moving. Yeah, and then they can get but, out. Yeah. No, no, no. They can't get out. They have to, <laughs> they, they're definitely restrained. It's <laughs> a. It's a punishment. Right. There's sort of accidental stuff, and but there's on purpose stuff. I don't know. Anyway, the, the our AQI, the your air quality index, has just been we've been top five in the world of worst places to breathe. Number uh, one for two days straight. <laughs> so it's not it's unpleasant. We're just hope, praying for the rain to come anytime now. This is and this is a funny thing, right? Because mm-hmm. we would love summer to go on for a while. Sure. You and I generally would enjoy having nice weather, no rain. I enjoyed but, all of the no rain that we had. Right up until the the air became unbreathable. <laughs> <laughs> People who go camping a lot, you probably know this. You probably know this feeling where the smoke always follows you around every time mm-hmm. you try to move your chair. Yeah. Like, but now it's just the entire, the entire western part of our state. But you know, it is what it is for now. We'll, I guess we'll see, we'll see if we can't get through it. Um, got a great show for you today, as always. I'm, you know, we've been off an extra week. Yeah, no one cares, right? We're we're on to this week. Yes, and that's and that's what's important. We've shown up in your feed. I hope you're listening to us. But this week, um, I'm bringing uh, stories from rocking the Midwest. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah, so I was uh, I was out and about a little bit. I'm gonna talk a little bit about um, the movies this year, and the you know since you since you I know you don't go to the movie theater under no. any circumstances are not going and are not no. going. It's not even about COVID anymore. <laughs> just don't want to go. Just no, no. I might be I'll going. Just wait. I might be going. My my son asked if we could go see that Dwayne Dwak Johnson uh, Black Adam this weekend. I you thought, couldn't oh. pay me to pay for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe we'll go. Um, but we're, there's a list of bombs, and I'm gonna, and we're gonna we're gonna peel this onion a little bit to see. I look forward to you know that. should they should should they have been as bomby as they they are. Okay. Um, Ty, what are you bringing to us tonight? I'm back with a few life hacks, some new ones that are. Like, I always whenever I find any that are new to me, those one that's when I bring them to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, real quickly. This is the only silver lining of the pandemic, I think. Um, uh, I'll tell you a quick anecdote, and we'll, we can decide if, if I'm if I'm right or not about that being a silver lining. And then uh, I, I had a few anxiety dreams in the interim, and I'm not going to describe them to people, but I'm going to talk to you about about why it is that um, adults tend to have the same type of anxiety dreams, and uh, explore whether or not you have a. You know, I have a list, and uh, as always, and I want to know whether or not you have these dreams. So we'll break that down. All right, but before we get into those topics. Um, you had written something down here, like how to not accept a compliment. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to this story because I'm not. I was wondering if it, it was you were given a compliment or you gave a compliment. What's the give me give me give me the story on this? In this case, I gave the compliment. So, in uh-huh. since we recorded our last show, I had a birthday. Um, Happy and, birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. I know yours is coming up mm-hmm. in just a few days. Um, I received, so I'm notoriously difficult to shop for, as we previously discussed, right? I, I tend to just kind of buy, buy what you things. want. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, that looks cool. I think I'll just buy that. You know, unless it's like, it feels silly, right? Or um, like a waste, right? Like, I don't really need that. Uh, you know, it's like, I don't want to feel stupid about having spent money on X, Y, or Z. So it, those things go on like a list. Right, and we've talked before about I, I highly recommend maintaining a list, an ongoing list that you just share with people who love you, so they can get you things that you want, and you don't have to be disappointed or pretend to receive like gifts that you didn't actually want. Now, going off list, especially for me, I'm really bad at like hiding my actual reaction to whatever <laughs> you've given me. I've tried for years. I just, which is funny, is because like. I was kind of an accomplished stage actor, <laughs> but when it's when I just don't have the energy, I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, hey, like this it. is great. Yeah, I just can't do fake sincerity. <laughs> that's not like that's me. Like if I was playing a character, like like if you gave me a script, I think I could do it. But if I have to fake sincerity, I just can't. Uh, I can't manage it. So, um, I got some off list gifts for my birthdays for my birthday from my in laws. And I was both surprised and delighted by these gifts to the point where, and I had a couple of pops. I mean, it's my birthday, right? Sure. And so I was really excited and I was expressing my excitement. And then my mother in law says, Well, judging from this reaction, we've never hit it out of the park before or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you just fucked the whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can't you just accept the fact that today you've done a terrific job? And let's not bring your track record into this. And it's not even that. And that's the thing is it's not even that. And I'm just like, but but now I'm like like annoyed at the victim complex thing. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not what I meant. I just meant that you both got me things that were unexpected and like managed to like f- fit my aesthetic and what I, you know, what I was interested in right now mm-hmm. without um without needing to be, you know, told directly what it was. And that's just kind of a rare thing, so I was very excited and I wanted to pay you the compliment. And I don't appreciate that it's about like 
because you feel like I'm reacting positively now that I didn't do this in the past. Now do I have to do this forever? No. Like I feel like I feel like if I don't freak out, yes, I'm, it's going to be like they're going to be insulted. This is this is the thing about gift giving, which is always first of all the perfect gift is uh, is always like something somebody wants but would never buy for themselves. Exactly. Kind of, right. Exactly. So that's where. You're, so when you when if you're in the the gift buying game, you should do your best. Right. Yeah. If they like it, great. If they don't like it. I mean that's just the thing about gifts, right? It's just you it's a little bit of a gamble. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But if your heart's in the right place, everyone's appreciative, right? That's just exactly. that's just how it should work. But if you give a bad gift or if you give a great gift, it shouldn't it shouldn't reflect on your relationship with someone. <laughs> it's like, I guess we were shitty at this this whole time and now we finally got it right. It's like, oh no, that's not what I meant. I'm really excited. Thank you for these lovely gifts. I don't the know. irony is that one of the gifts was like a really nice um, custom yardage book. Like oh. you would put your yardage book in. Like, oh, you, you cool. know, like you'd see a, a PGA yeah. Pro with his, in his back pocket, right? Uh-huh. And the irony, of course, is like, this is awesome. I'm super excited. I would never, ever buy this for myself. Uh, it looks cool as hell, and then you know I was so, and and I was excited and expressing that excitement, and then and then realized you know like ten minutes later like well, I use my phone now. <laughs> bad. Does it say bad mf on it? It it does. It's, it's it does. actually it says huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> you it, it goes both ways. Maybe it means you know right. like me, or maybe it's an advertisement. You'll never know. Either way, either yeah. way. I, I you know I have one of those, and I do have a I do have a. Uh, a printed yardage book for my home course. Mm. So when I when I play like in tournaments and stuff, I will put that in my holder and put it in my bag in my back pocket. But otherwise, like on do you take regular, it out or do you just oh, carry yeah, it around no, your I, I, I take it out and I look at it every if I if I if I'm puzzled or you know whatever. But yeah, you know it's just kind of it's just kind of a it's just kind of a, a a nice thing to do when you're when you're waiting around because. Yeah. You know, you just, you know, you don't want to just stare people down. <laughs> it's like I can at least leaf through this book a little bit. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm just going to stare at people <laughs> when I'm playing <laughs> golf with them. <laughs> All right. Let's start this show up. All right. So I just got back from rocking the Midwest. So I don't know if, if people have been following along with this. I do still play in a rock cover party band with my friends from high school. And we've been doing this thing since... But only in the Midwest, correct? But only in the Midwest. Yeah. So we have now, over the past five years or so, have become like a in-demand band for like class reunions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've done. We do my class, which is eighty-seven. And we just did our 35th. Well, I'll get into that for a second. It's been a long time. We've been out of high school a long time. Uh, and then we did we did another one. Um, so this is the third one we've done because we did two of our mine and then one of the others. But everybody comes up and says, hey, will you come back and do our class? <laughs> You'll be like, eh, sure. I mean, we've been playing for beer since we were kids. So we might as well continue playing for beer as we go. Do you ever think about the fact that if you're playing in a band in 1922, you would have graduated from high school in 1887? <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry, sorry for that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but the what, what's funny is, yeah, you get into that 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 thought, like you know, I'm playing this song from 1987 in uh -huh. 2022, 35 oh, yeah. years later. That would be like us playing songs from. You know, 1952, right? In 1987, 
and nobody wants to play any of those stuff. What are you going to play Bill Haley and the Comets or something like Rock Around the Clock? I mean, <laughs> Here's your favorite from the Big Bopper. <laughs> right? But everyone still loves these songs, and there's still a demand for it. And what's fun is I get to play rock with guys I grew up with. Sure. And it's and it's 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 as much about them as anything. But um, so generally the way it works in, we fly in on Wednesday, uh, boot camp on Thursday, Friday, and then we play on Saturday. So it's a long time in the saddle for me. Like so, by the time the weekend's over, it's like you know you've moved equipment, you've played all this, you know you've done all this rehearsing. It's like back hurts and my wrists hurt <laughs> like like done a bunch of vigorous exercise in a I've, seated position right, <laughs> right and you've drank way too much beer and fireball our bass oh, player fireball. our friend our friend brian schwartz mm-hmm. friend of the show he plays yeah. bass in the in the basements he shows up to rehearsal <laughs> with a cooler full of bush light or whatever right on and um and a bucket of fireball, like the the a bucket of like one shot fireball. Like, have you ever seen this thing? It looks no, like a, it looks like a trick or treat pail. Okay, does it have like airplane bottles in it? Yes, okay. it's full of airplane bottles, right. and and so basically, it's like beer and fireball. Like nothing, nothing, nothing says, "Hey, sing some songs." Like you know, beer and fireball. Did he also bring like Pepsi? <laughs> it's like it's like how and we just kept drinking beer and fireball. While we played, uh, it was really, it was a little bit wild. I can't with the fireball. Oh, man. I was like, it was like, are we in college? So I, <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, fireball was the sort of the theme of the, it was sort of the theme of the weekend. Mm. But uh, but getting through all that and playing the fun, it's like, that's the best part. Like, it's, you just, you know, it's just hanging out with those guys for a couple of days and, and trading stories and playing songs. Um Here's my sidebar for songs. So there are songs we try to rotate off and on. Like we have, you probably have about, we probably want to put three or four new songs into the rotation. Uh-huh. Just just for whatever. This year we decided we would play Runaway by Bon Jovi. It's a 40-year-old song, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, Villa, we need you to sing Runaway. I'm like, okay, I know Runaway. So I, this was weeks ago. Like we were working on the list. Uh-huh. And so... I've been singing along with this song on the radio for 40 years. Sure. There's always, the, for people out there who think they can sing songs, um, there's singing songs with the radio, which is, I guess, super easy. Then there's singing songs in karaoke, which is the next step up. And then there's singing songs cold. Like mm-hmm. No word, no, no vocal assist, no verbal cues, no lyrics written down. Like, do you know the words of this yeah. song? Yeah. Turns out I know none of the words to run away. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the and the words to run away are ridiculous. Like the, the, the lyrics to this this song are I so it takes me 40 years to realize that Bon Jovi's Runaway is the most ridiculously lyric song in the history. You do yourself a favor and read the lyrics. Okay. Like at some point. In the second, like in the at the at the end of the second verse, it's like she likes the like she likes the she. she likes <laughs> you don't the, know. Oh no! It's you so, know it's she so likes ridiculous. the lights at yeah, night she, on the neon at, Broadway, Broadway signs. <laughs> she likes the lights at night on the neon Broadway sign. Like, what kind of lyric is that, John? Anyway, I, I if that's that that song was just it was crazy that I had to basically learn it from scratch. Like 
And plus, you you have to play along with it. You know, like if when you're the drummer and you have to sing, and if you don't know the words "cold," you 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 go right out to sea. Yeah. So I had to basically relearn that forty year old song that I have sung countless times on the radio, <laughs> and, and and basically learn it from scratch. Like I was like I was a kindergartner. I bombed at Rockaroki for this exact reason like twenty years ago, and it still haunts me to this day. Like, <laughs> I went up there and asked these guys, "You know this song?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And they like kicked it off, and I'm like. Okay, and I'm like, fuck, how does it start? They didn't even- <laughs> I don't know the words. Of this I don't know the words. Because they were like, do you know it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know it. And I was pretty drunk. Yeah. And uh, and I just, I never got it. I like, I just had to walk off the stage. They restarted the song three times. <laughs> and there's probably like 20 people in this bar. Nobody really cared. They were just, right. I was some drunk idiot. And then I, you know, I got off the stage and that was it. But I still think about this to this day. Yeah. Like it, Nowadays, it, at least you could maybe go up there with your phone with the lyrics on. Oh, like, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. But, but if you think you know the words to a song, like challenge yourself to, and just just don't turn on the radio or nothing and just start singing that song and see how far you get. It is it's it's a big challenge. And, you know, I know the rest of those songs cold because I've been singing them and performing them before. But Runaway made me laugh. I was like, what in the name of God is going on with this song? Anyway. Well, when you and I used to play covers together... When we did that, like the long show, I just had to have a music stand. Like, there's no way to possibly know all the words and music for four hours of performing. (laughs) Like, I didn't look at it all the time, but it was up there. Yeah. Right? Like, just in case. Yeah, we come look over here. We come with about 40 songs, and and we do have, we do have cheats. I mean, yeah. You know, nowadays you get, you get iPads clips to your, your, to your, your, I don't personally, but. You know, I understand the guys who do, so it's not a it's not a big deal. Anyhow, yeah. that was the one part of the story. The second part of the story, which is mildly interesting, is <laughs> I took my daughter with me. Okay. So my daughter's never been to Carlinville, Illinois, and it's it's a real treat if you ever get it. If anyone ever gets a chance to go to Carlinville, Illinois, it's a, it's a real treat. About five thousand people. You know, it's where I grew up. And uh, it turns out one of my friends, my good friend Susan, uh, her daughter, her youngest daughter is a senior in high school. And the principal of the high school uh, graduated a few years behind me. So I had this idea. I said, if I bring my daughter, why don't I send her to school? So I made, you know, I sent some email. Sounds terrible. <laughs> it was great. How, my how daughter. rude. How rude. So she wanted to go. She was totally up for the experience. Uh-huh. And uh, so, you know, we hooked up the, the girl's. Um, by you know by by socials they got to know each other turns out they hit it right off which was great and so when we got there on that thursday you know my friend's daughter picked up my daughter and they went to high school and if you can imagine a town where nothing happens like somebody from seattle washington for god's sake shows up in your school for a couple days like it's like the most interesting thing that's happened over there for a while and she got to know people and it was really, she had a really fun time and I'm glad she hit it off. And at one point, you know, she was, we were at my, you know, we were at my friend's house and her daughter's phone rang and her daughter had wandered off and my daughter looked at her phone and picked it up and said, Hey, and the, had like a full on conversation, like knew the person. And during our show setup uh, on that Saturday, she's like, dad, I'm going to go to the square, <laughs> the town square. They were having mm-hmm. like this thing going on so i'm gonna go to the coffee shop she goes to the coffee shop she comes back a couple of hours later she's like oh yeah no i ran into so and so and so and so and this person and they were doing this and like i know she'd been there like two days and she knew 
ever <laughs> she knew everyone in town. It was like she'd been living there for her whole life. So I, it was nice to be able to sort of give her a glimpse into the into the world I grew up in because it's so different than than what she she deals with. Well, it's easier to get to know people in the Midwest. It just is. Because um, yeah. mostly out here, if you talk to someone you don't know, their reaction is, why are you talking to me? <laughs> yes. But that's not really the case if you go to, especially a small town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be, you have to find, somebody would have to like not be from there to sort of react the way, you know, that people tend to react out here. And, you know, people talk about the Seattle freeze and it's not really, I don't think it's a, the freeze. It's just, I think, you know, the, 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 I don't mean to change the subject, but the, this was on my mind recently. And I, I don't think it's that so much as like, there's just a vibe of, I'm just here to do my thing and I don't want to mess with you. So therefore I don't want to be messed with. And I think that's just the, the sort of the, the, the social agreement we have out here is a little bit different. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, so, but I remember after her first day at school, she goes, Dad, she goes, that school's so like one flavor. I'm like, yeah, that's right. It, they're white kids. It's like yeah, vanilla. You've gone, <laughs> you've gone to school in the Midwest with all white kids. I think there are three or four black kids that go to the school and uh-huh. no Asian kids. And so she was it. She was the she was the uh, she was the new flavor. Which huh. made me laugh, as I said. It, but she said everyone was super nice. She had a great time, and it was a good experience for her. So um, I'm glad I I'm glad I took her. And she's a good, anybody, she's a good travel buddy too. So you know. anybody asking you about you know the city getting burned down? <laughs> no, not really. It wasn't burning down at that. Well, it kind of was. Um, at one point, I took this picture of us flying back in. It's a really cool picture, looking south down the Cascades all the way to Mount Rainier, and it's basically all the smoke is filling in all the crevices. And you can just see the, the tops of the Cascades and then Mount Rainier in the back. And people are like, oh, that's so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it is beautiful, you know, until you consider the fact that it's, you know, all fire smoke. But the uh, but yeah, it was nice to breathe clean air for for most. Uh, I meant, you know, the uh, the reports of the city being burnt to the ground. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, people. <laughs> people have a very. Because uh, oh, uh, they react differently now when you're like, oh, I'm from Seattle. They used to yeah. be like, oh, cool, and they know, you know, what they know about Seattle was like something Ooh. positive, yeah, no, yeah. And now yeah. it's like, oh, how, how are you surviving? There's, yeah, there's <laughs> definitely they definitely have a sort of a Fox News twist on, on yeah, yeah. how they perceive it's, it's interesting how they perceive Seattle. But I, you know, I always tell people it's it's not as bad as they would make it seem. It's like, let me show you on a map exactly how big that area that you're talking about is. <laughs> <It's>, there, <laughs> there are definitely issues, but you know. But from from the news sources that you're using, uh, it's they they portray it much much worse. But all right, it was fun to be it was fun to be back there, and uh, I like I, I I appreciate going back every so often and touching base with all my all the people who live there and all my friends there. So nice. big up big up to the six two six two six. Congratulations on a good show. Thank you. We'll be for for people uh, paying attention. We'll be back in probably three years. <laughs> All right. Get your tickets now, folks. Get, make your plans now. One show only. Carlinville, <laughs> Illinois, three years from now. <laughs> All right, I'm back with the life hacks. And you know, I've been doing this. I, I want to drop for it. What, what should it sound like? What would the life hack drop be like? Would it, is there like a piece of media? It would be Does like it have a, to say life hacks? <laughs> I don't know. Can I piece two different pieces of audio together to get yes. the word life hacks? Life and then like a karate chop. Oh. <laughs> that might be that might be the way to do it. Maybe, life maybe. Hack. <laughs> maybe like somebody says life and starts coughing really hard. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. 
All right, as usual, I run through these. You tell me if you think they're worth doing or a bunch of bullshit or whether or not you've already into them or, or got a better solution. First one, using command hooks at an angle to store your pot, hit pot lids on the inside of the door of the cabinet. So you I'm, put two command hooks at a 45-degree angle at the bottom. Uh-huh. You slide the pot, hook, pot lid into it to sit against the door in your cabinet. I will have to say that our, our pot and pan area under the range is just a giant disaster isn't everyone's (laughs) but i don't know if i guess if you put the lids in the in the door they everything else stacks better right right is that the point yeah the lids are in the way i might have to try this all right it it might be legit yeah i have command hooks i think maybe i'm gonna give this a go all right you let me know how it goes give me some field testing i'd have to go get some i only have the little little ones for like yeah yeah, hanging like like lights and stuff in the windows Mm -hmm. things like that all right all right uh Next, to you go to the movie theater, as you know, you like to do. Do you get mm-hmm. popcorn when you go? <laughs> Sometimes, yes. Do you put the butter on the popcorn? The, I'm sorry, golden flavored or butter okay. flavored. There's not <laughs> butter <laughs> flavoring. Butter, the butter flavor. Yes, I will. Do you put the I salty get. oil on your popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it, it's only, but it's only on like the uh, the top, right? You shake it up a little bit, but about halfway down, you're, you're out of flavor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you maybe. think about? Put sticking a straw all the way down the thing, and then use it, and then lining the straw up with the butter spout, so that you fill the popcorn up from the bottom. You can pull the straw upward as you go. How much to distribute? We, how much of this stuff are we putting into the popcorn? as much as possible? <laughs> you'll have to, you'll have to, you'll have to wear a, a bib. But you could yeah. move the straw both around and yeah. upward. Wait, wait, but doesn't I mean, it's the person who. It's the person who makes your popcorn who puts. This no, stuff the on movie there. theater, the butter thing is self self service. What is it? At least, the, yeah, at least oh, no, it has no, been I at don't. the theater I go to for a long oh, time. Oh my god, that's a, this is a this is an invitation for disaster. It's like the soda machine. You just uh, walk up to it and push the button, and it squirts out. I don't know. I I think I think at our movie theater that we go to, it's it's handled by the by the uh, by the employee. They usually they fill it like half and then give you some and then they fill the rest of it up and then they give you a little more and then... i literally haven't been to a theater that doesn't let me do it myself in at least <laughs> really? a decade yeah Man, i don't know no i don't i want to try this straw thing when i don't go to the theater ever again <laughs> next time you don't go to the theater <laughs> yeah i'll next... keep my eye out but i don't think that any of the places i do are self-service on the butter flavoring the first one i ever remember doing it was pacific place and that's like 15 plus years ago mm. okay all right Next, uh, to remove smells or, or stains from your hand, you wash your hands with salt. Now, this seems very self-explanatory now that I think about it. It's just a scrubbing agent, but it also breaks down whatever is in, uh, on or in your skin. And uh, you can like, get grease out, grease or oil out of, your, out of, your, you know, out of the, the creeks, the, the wrinkles in your skin. You get smells out. That's the big thing, right? Like I'll handle an onion and then in my hand, I'll wash them and my hands will smell like uh, onion for two garlic, hours. Garlic. There you go. Know. That's another one. So if you, if apparently you just pour a bunch of salt in your hands and, and scrub your hands with salt, it'll take the smell off. All right. I can, I can see that. Sometimes they, don't they sell that like really expensive, like soap bar made of metal that they tell you <laughs> will take your, will take. I'm not aware. Your hand. I don't know. All I ever I would, think of is Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Well, maybe you've had some lava. I could have done a decent job. <laughs> getting blood all over the towels lava soap (laughs) gojo Uh gojo was always the one we used all right next i've never heard of this in my life put an ice cube in your cereal to keep it crunchy while you eat it 
there, that does not. That's not a thing. This the thing it even says you might be surprised about how well this actually works. No, I would be surprised because it's and, not the. It's not the. It's. Are they are they saying that the ice makes your 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 cereal absorb milk less quickly? It says it keeps it cold, which helps it stay fresh. Mm, I'm making the face. <laughs> I don't. Plus, I don't want a bunch of ice in my my cereal. They suggest that you make milk ice cubes for this. Oh God! Make a milk ice cube. Too Keep your cereal. Much. Look, man, the hubris of this is wild because the picture they show with it is Fruity Pebbles, which is the soggiest fucking cereal in the world. <laughs> and that, there's no possible way an ice cube will just. Here's the thing: if you like crunchy cereal. Make smaller bowls, use less milk, and eat faster, and then do it again if you're still hungry. <laughs> that would be the way to do it. If you make a large bowl of cereal, you could you could throw a goddamn iceberg in there. It is not going to <laughs> keep your you know, your honey bunches of oats from getting soggy. It's just not possible. I just don't believe it. All right. Well, I'll, maybe we'll try. Uh, this next one's pretty straightforward. Uh, you can use cornstarch as a clotting agent if you're cut and you don't have first aid <laughs> <laughs> materials. I believe I believe that. Yeah. Stick your finger in the cornstarch. You cut. There's, cut a, it there's another. Isn't there a thing with baking soda and a and like a bee sting or something like that? There's there's all kinds of. Uh, like, it makes sense. Anything that will absorb something yeah. will, will help you in those situations. Homemade kind of stuff. This next one is very dumb, but like it seems very obvious. Like. Uh, obviously, if you have an air freshener and it, it craps out, you know, like just the cardboard ones, mm-hmm. you could just, you know, put some essential oil on it. And it'll smell like that forever. You could just, you could just hang a rag. In your <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's stupid. You could just pour some essential oil on something in your car and put it in there. Okay. This next one I really like. I never thought about this. If you put a shirt on and only the collar is creased or messed up, grab a flat iron. Just the hair, just the hair flat iron to fix your collar. Um. Is your wife going to yell at you for grabbing the flat iron and flat ironing your collars? I don't know. <laughs> there's more I, than one I think, here. I can. I think there's definitely would, a difference between the good one and the bad one. I think my wife would take offense at me, like, like doing this with my with her hair iron. Okay. All right. All right. This next one is about chic decor from the hardware store. So, what if you uh, if you need, if you want some coasters or like a charcuterie board, you just need some stick on um, those like stick on rubber feet. And oh. some loose tiles from the hardware store. Like, that just go get a piece of travertine, put some feet on it, and now you got the charcuterie board. That makes total sense. That's that's very. And I, I'm looking at this picture where they're using tile as coasters, and I think yeah. this is a. I think this is a terrific idea. It is porous tile as coasters. Fantastic yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. Winner. All right. I think I was gonna I was gonna end on this one just because it's so insane. It says uh, make your own stand mixers, make your own stand mixer, and it's just a hand mixer tied to the handle of a cabinet with with a dish dish towel. That's I don't think that's gonna work. That is that's just get a stand mixer. My God, you can get like you know the KitchenAids go on sale like twice a year. You can get a decent like a small KitchenAid for less than a hundred bucks. I know maybe people don't have a hundred bucks. Maybe you have a hand mixer, the Hamilton beach. Maybe you're trying to get like all you can out of that. I'd give it <laughs> just hold the thing. I don't right. <laughs> like, just, you're going to have to hold it. I'm sorry. You know, I'd use a bungee cord or something before I use like a towel that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Bungee cord. Like, I actually kind of want to try the bungee cord. 
<laughs> I can just see. Again, I always think about these life hacks in context of what would my wife say if she walked into the room and I was trying one of these life hacks, if I had the, <laughs> the, the hand mixer suspended from the cabinet. She'd be like, "Are you? have you lost your mind? I'd be like, no, man, it's a life hack. What are you talking about? I'm smart. <laughs> I'm outsmarting the system, hon. Oh, I had one more that I have to use. Okay. Um, because I actually, I, I'm mad at myself that I never thought of this. You ever been like at the airport or with an automatic toilet and the thing won't stop flushing before you're ready for it to flush? Okay. Like you're trying to put the party hat on it and like before you can even <laughs> sit down, it's flushing the thing down. You're like, God damn it. Okay. Go like, okay. Put a piece of toilet paper over the sensor. <laughs> this seems very, very obvious. They just yes. walk in, put a piece of toilet paper over the sensor and just have a nice peaceful go. And then when you put, mm-hmm. remove, the, remove the toilet paper and ready to flush and rush out of the stall to avoid the bacteria cloud that comes flying out of the toilet when it flushes. Right. <laughs> use a really long piece and then like like time it like a like a hand grenade like pull it <laughs> i like Three, that two, yeah. one connect it the, to the uh, door lock the uh so here's my story about that the um at my work i'm usually one of the only people on my floor so whenever i use the bathroom uh the lights are off and when the lights turn on and i use the stand up Mm-hmm. versus the sit down the 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 turning on of the light lights off the sensors on the on the sit downs <laughs> like they both okay. go off oh they both flash <laughs> yeah yeah, like yeah ghosts like there are ghosts in there and i think to myself that seems like a waste of water but okay whatever that's fun you know it's, it's <laughs> like you have company <laughs> right huh? Moaning Myrtle up in there. <laughs> exactly. All right, there are more, but uh, I don't see anything else that I really want to dig into. I guess uh, you could freeze things to get stickers off, apparently, like you're trying to take labels mm-hmm. off a bottle. I like this slide painting tape through a picture hook thing. Like, you've got one of those picture hook with the teeth. Slide oh. a piece of painter's tape so that when you hold it up against the wall, you know where that thing is. So you can put your nail up right in the, right in the center. Yeah, I saw a thing where they used forks. Yeah, seen, I've seen the, that too. That's what that's for a wire though. Oh, that's for a wire. When the wire's in the middle, yeah. All right, all right. So you're gonna try any of these? You're gonna try? I'm gonna, the, the de- I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna go for the. I'm gonna go for the pot handle thing, and okay. I might go for the. I might go for the the tile thing. Okay. Yeah. Take some pictures if you do the tiles. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a set of coasters and a charcuterie board to my sister-in-law for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> This is so scrap. fancy. So <laughs> fancy. Like these are so fanciest. Fan- Look how fancy these these uh, these um, these amazing coasters and charcuterie. You got them out back from floors and more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's All right. move on. All right. So as we have um, discussed, you're not going to the movie theater. I've been to the movie theater a handful of times this year, but there have been a lot of movies that have come out as always. And these are the big bombs of 2022. And and if you don't if you don't know any of these about the movies themselves, I can explain a little bit, but these are if we can sort of suss out the problem okay. <laughs> or or why people maybe should have seen it based on what it's like. Um, let's we'll we'll spend a few minutes doing this. So the first okay. movie they bring out is 3000 Years of Longing, which is a Tilda Swinton, Idris Elba, genie drama. (laughs) (laughs) 
where Tilda Swinton discovers a genie, uh, played yeah. by played by played by Idris Elba, directed by George Miller, the man who gave us Mad Max Fury Road. Like, how could this go wrong? I feel like now I have to watch it. <laughs> right? I I really do want to watch this movie. I mean, I don't think I would have gone to the theater to watch it. No. But if it shows up, yeah, I understand why people wouldn't want to go to this movie. In the well, clearly this is a, the studio abandoned this at some point, right? Because yeah. I, this is a movie that I barely heard of. <laughs> right. It sounded insane and impossible. Like it wasn't really happening when I heard of it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I didn't ever ever get notified by like the the entertainment media that uh, George Miller directed it means that they never they decided not to spend any marketing budget whatsoever on it. Right. But you know, Swinton, Idris Elba. I mean, there's like stars. He's a genie, and he's shirtless apparently much of the time. So for, I mean, that 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 seems appealing to me, for sure. And I and I do have a a crush on Tilda Swinton, and it's weird. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing for you. It really is weird. Number two is number two is Bros, mm. and it, a gay a gay comedy drama that um, romantic comedy, right? Yeah, romantic comedy. Um, mm-hmm. Where where the director writer director blamed its poor opening on homophobia. No, <laughs> I don't really. I I don't I don't think that was probably an accurate statement. Um, I don't know. Again, I think there's 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 I don't know. I I would like to think that the the, the community would have that would have supported the movie a little better. I understand Maybe, why I, this doesn't play in like some of the over like the flyover states. But I I just think it boils down to Billy Eichner's not nearly as big of a star as the people in Hollywood think he is. Yeah, and he himself thinks he is. Right. He's, yeah. He maybe has a maybe has an outsized uh, opinion of himself. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> like I, I enjoy like him in small doses, but I don't want to go see a movie that that prominently features Billy Billy Eichner as a main character. Not really. That's not appealing to me. I mean, maybe he's great, and maybe at some point I'll watch this movie. Wouldn't have got you. Nightmare Alley. Now this I, one got. I saw this. You you saw you saw Nightmare Alley. On not the, in the theater. Uh, sure, but but when we when we get into sort of like time period, um horror like uh, like i wasn't really sure what to make of this movie i i still i'm not really interested in it uh, did you, you watch saw it? it no so i'll just sum it up for you i spent the entire time waiting for like whatever was supposed to happen to happen and nothing happened a lot of things happened it was just like it happened like i felt like I, there were just big parts of it that were just cut out like we just like i felt like we moved from one se- section to the next and i was like how did this happen okay I guess. So, I mean, it's about Bradley Cooper being a con man and then working at, starting as like working at a carnival worker and talking his way into a job and then becomes like a famous magician and becomes yeah. rich. And then I, I just, it was, I, I kept going like, okay. And then it ended. And I was like, what, <laughs> what did I just watch? The critics called it a bravura noir. I don't even know what that means. I mean, anyway. It, was it too maybe high minded? Was it were, you, it, were no. you too dumb? Were you too dumb to understand? <laughs> no. <laughs> what was so? I had the same exact um, response to the Anya Taylor Joy weirdo time travel horror movie that came out. It might oh, be on this yeah. list, but Rialto something something like that. Yeah, no, yeah. that sounds right. I was like. 
I wasn't sure about it. I, was, I sat back and was like, yeah, I'm not really going to watch that movie. <laughs> but, we watched that one, too. And? I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> Pretty sure I looked at my phone the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. West Side Story. I've seen it. I don't care. Not this one, but I just don't care. Yeah. You can't you're, remake you're, it again. I'm done. You, yeah. I'm really? all tapped out on my interest in West Side Story. Right. This is... So some things just shouldn't be remade, right? I mean, you'd have to Boz Lerman it up for me. You'd have to go way off the but essentially it's just a straight up remake. Yeah, songs are the same. Yeah, everything's the same. You know, nobody cares. Our female lead was very appealing, but sure. But I I watched parts of it and I was like, you know, this is. I saw this movie the the first time and it was excellent, and uh, I don't really need to see it again. But it's it'll be just like when the Jake Gyllenhaal Roadhouse movie comes out. Uh, <laughs> <nope>. <laughs> like, what are remember we doing? The, remember when Colin Farrell made a Total Recall movie that you don't know anything about? Yeah, do you remember the Point Break, uh, the remake of Point Break? That no, I don't. Ex- exactly, <laughs> exactly. Some things are best left. Hmm. Yeah, you don't need to remake certain movies for for a new audience. No, just watch the old one. The old the old one's terrific. Uh, In the Heights, which is the Lin Manuel Miranda Tony winner, met a dismal fate at the box office. Um, are we just tapped out on? Are we just tapped out on Lin Manuel Miranda's? Um, you know, that whole thing. I I don't. I haven't watched In the Heights. I. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I know it's a musical. I mean, yeah, I know it's a Broadway thing. It's not really for me. I don't know. Like, I, you know, I don't have a deep love of the of the of New York City neighborhoods and all this stuff. Maybe it just sort of missed me. Well, Variety's Owen Gleiberman raved of the movie that director John M. Chu stages it all with a bravura playfulness. <laughs> Another bravura? Yeah, I think the bravura. Maybe he wrote the. Uh, probably. Wrote the, Hmm. Okay, this next one I should have I should have been more interested in the last duel. Ridley Scott, medieval. There's s- people in armor and sword fighting and apparently sexual assault. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I've like, seen this one also. You've also seen this one. Yes. Look, look at you. You're very you you're uh, you're you're much more caught up than I am. But um, we're not doing enough browsing this, on HBO Max. What what made this what made this what made this? Did you like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it should have, like I said, it should have all the things that I personally like. So I watched this after listening to Affleck give an interview, partly about the movie, and him telling the audience sort of what he liked about it and what he didn't. And it, it was, I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. Affleck's wig is distracting. <laughs> that's that's a huge problem, and it's like a legitimate like problem. It's uh-huh. distracting. It's bad. That the the sexual assault is very unpleasant. And then like, it, it's exactly what you would expect. Where it's like, it's covered up in a shitty way. But then the guy ultimately doesn't really care that he did it. There's no real redeeming characters. And the way it ends is just very sort of anticlimactic. So it was just like, okay, well, I'm glad I watched this really dour movie <laughs> where everyone is sad and hates each other. And then eventually two guys fight to the death. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it is the last duel. All right. I'd rather and watch it, that terrible Chris Pine uh, medieval movie, whatever that was from a couple of years ago. The ki- something about Pine. the king. 
I don't know. Oh, see, God. I don't remember. But I, whatever that was, I'd rather watch that again <laughs> than, than this. All right, and then Many Saints of Newark, starring my uh, wife's uh, college boyfriend. <laughs> I, I got to tell you something. I don't give a fuck about The Sopranos, <laughs> right? At all. Prequel. You're not down for Soprano prequel. Don't care. So this is a funny thing because you have you have um, you have what people might consider the Sopranos to be one of the most successful prestige series that's ever been made. Like, yeah. You know, you talk, they talk about the wire they talk about this. They talk about breaking bad. I mean, they, these are the, the, the best of the best of the series that people have watched over the last 20 years. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to make a prequel. <laughs> then you're going to release it in theaters. Yeah. It's like, yeah. um, and then, I mean, they cast uh, they cast Gandolfini's son, who looks like Gandolfini, which I thought was a which which was I thought that was uh, I don't know if he's any good, but anyway, I don't know. But that 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 guy, I can't go because you know my wife's college boyfriend is in that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Suicide Squad. I'll end on this one. The Suicide Squad is actually a very fun and hilarious movie. I and loved it and watched it twice. Yeah, I, every time it comes on, every time I stumble across it on HBO or whatever, I stop and I watch. Because I think it's James Gunn has it totally dialed. It's funny and it's exciting and it's just it's just completely bonkers. And and it's kind of what DC needs a little more of. It was I great. Doubt, I doubt this Black Adam thing is going to work out, to be honest with you. I feel yeah. like it's not going to be any good. But and it I gave me like my favorite, maybe my favorite superhero show ever, which is Peacemaker, right. which was insane. <laughs> Just an absolutely insane show that you couldn't like. You'd have no idea what they were going to do next, and every time it made sense, it was great. Yeah, yeah. John Cena is hilarious. I mean, the mm-hmm. whole thing is good. I understand why it's like oh, it just it made 167 million dollars worldwide because DC comic movies can't without Batman in them can't carry their you know can't carry their own water, but. They should. It's not because this movie isn't good, because this movie's really good <laughs> and super entertaining. And that is where I'm going to end this. Oh, there's episode. some surprises on here. I'm shocked. Uh, well, we can come back to it. We All right, come back we'll have to, to it. Come back to it. All right, because the year isn't over yet, so we might okay. come back to uh, we might come back to, to this list because there are some uh, there are some other interesting topics on here. Okay. All right, so this, I don't think this will take long, but the, the, this, my daughter, older daughter came home not too long ago uh, from school with, uh, probably two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago now, with a cold. She came home not feeling great, woke up with a sore throat the next day. And, you know, I think in the past, at least half the household gets whatever she has. But because COVID is still a thing, and mm-hmm. because I don't want to get sick, because it just it you know it's just so much it feels so much more s- serious now than it ever did before. Um, like as soon as she came home, she's like, "I don't feel good." I'm like, "Get in your room," and like <laughs> she stayed in there for basically 48 hours, right? Because like test, you threw a test at her. We did that right the next day, but like mm-hmm. I took her food down there and set her up with a table and everything. You know, she was she had everything she needed. We got you know she's she's got a tablet so she can watch TV and whatever else and <laughs> lock her in a room like pretty just, much for like two days right for like yeah the first day that she stayed home from school so she came home kind of ill on thursday she stayed home friday i kept her in her room saturday she tested negative at the end of saturday and then we slowly let her out as she felt better for the rest of the weekend but even then it was like 
just come out for what you need and then still like you're just you're hanging out feeling crappy just hang out and feel crappy in your bed and there's no reason for her to be in the common areas of the house right she's not she doesn't need anything sure um she did say like oh i'm lonely and i'm like that's fine we come you know you can come hang out like at the end of the the, on sunday like just kind of keep your distance from everybody and i my my silver lining here is that no one got sick no one else got sick in the house and so whatever she had and we have of course had a conversation about whatever you're getting here you know you got to think about how you're conducting yourself at school because COVID is still around and you still mm-hmm. we still want, don't want to get it if you can avoid it which means you need to still think about when you're talking face to face with your friends and how close you are and inside and outside and just be aware right like i'm not trying to make you crazy about it but just be aware and make sure you're washing your hands because that's the other big thing mm-hmm. and i just i'm not glad to have had the pandemic but I wish I had had this attitude about just the common cold or the flu a while back. And now I was always sort of, you know, more inclined, especially as a boss, if my employees showed up to work sick, I'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. Like immediately sure. get out of here because I can't have you take down half the staff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but just in the household even, just to say, hey, okay, yeah, you're going to hang out in your bedroom for, you're sick, so this is where you're going to be sick in this room right. where you live. And no one else is really going to come in here other than to bring you food, water, and, you know, this is this is your area of the house and we're all going to stay upstairs. You know, but, the, you know, when... But when you were sick as a kid, don't you remember how like your mom would come or your, whatever your, one of your folks would come in like pat you on the head or sit with you <laughs> while you felt horrible? I mean, part of me when my children get sick, part of me wants to just go in there and like provide them some sort of like comfort. Well, that's nice for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that being said, um, six weeks ago when my daughter went to UW Band Day with all these people blowing on their instruments. Like 20 kids in their band got COVID, including her. Oh, my God. So, and, and she didn't have a particularly, she didn't have a particularly serious case of it. It wasn't, it was pretty mild. She was, she was tired. She slept a lot. She, she coughed a little bit. It wasn't, it, you know, she ran a, a low grade fever for a while, but again, we did the same thing. You know, it's like, uh-huh. you're locked in your room. We deliver stuff to the front door, like to, like a tray of you know, food, mm-hmm. she, then it would come out and then, and then, you know, here's your test. And then every two days, you know, another test until it, until it ran its course. And it took about five, five days. She must've missed, you know, she must've missed, um, almost two weeks of school. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you know, so it was just one of those things where, yeah, but part of me when she was like part of me wanted to just go in there like pat her on the head every now and again and just say how are you feeling and all these things but yeah you can't you you didn't want to do that but none none of us got none of us got it so that was so we managed it just fine and you know when she started feeling better but was still testing positive like we would let her go out of her room and into the front yard because the weather was nice and so she could sit in the sunshine and (laughs) And, and, you know, convalesce, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then as she was feeling better, it was like, you wear, like, we made her wear a mask in the house, but then she yep. was allowed to sort of roam around. We did that and, as well. So, like, when we had to go in there, we'd put a mask on. And when she needed to come out, she'd put a mask on. Yeah. but And, no, uh, and my point is just that nobody else got sick. And I just don't, I can't remember another time, like, before pre-pandemic times where one of my kids brought home an illness and at least one other person didn't get yeah. it. My wife would always get whatever the kids brought home. Of course, because she'd go in there and like comfort them, like sit on their bed and pat their Don't sweaty forehead. <laughs> pat their sweaty forehead while like, they turn while they your suffered. head the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I come in with a fan pointing at them. Right. 
I come in with like a, a respirator on my face and a, and a, and a fan that blew, yeah. blows air the other way. Yeah, exactly. But, Some uh, get that bubble head thing. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, no one wants to see their kids not feeling well, but no, of course it's, not. uh, but you know, we, again, we managed it same way, you know, similar the way you did, but, uh, but like, but there was, a, yeah, I did have a, I did have, I'd have, I had quite the urge to like want to go in there and like, you know, pat her head a little bit while she slept. Well, aren't you sweet? I, you know, I'm like that. All right. Oh, I'm going back to me. That's right. Still okay, you. so I, I I came up short. I, I had because I, well, I had the double. Like had, you had the I double. I had kind yeah. of a long segment, so I thought yeah. I would only leave, limit myself to two. All right. So since we last spoke, I had back to back dreams, and I this is funny because my anxiety dreams are often like this, which is. I'm being embarrassed in a romantic fashion in some way. <laughs> like I'm pursuing someone who's not interested. Um, or in this case, like uh, I, I can't remember the context and it doesn't really matter. But my, the, the, the upshot was that my, my wife in the dream was like friend zoning me. Like I, I was, it was, she was her, but I was trying to like get her to go out with me. And she was basically like just keeping me at arm's length. And then the very next night we were getting a divorce. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, because you friend zoned you. Wait a minute. I, I think so. Friend zoned me. We were married, but you friend zoned <laughs> me, and then we got a divorce the next night. Yeah, yeah. Consider yeah, friend divorce. Me. And so, uh, just <laughs> thank you. Always, always a fan of that one. Um, I came across in very similar timing uh, a, a anxiety, a, an article in the Atlantic about anxiety dreams and why like adults still dream about school. Um, this idea, like it's the end of the semester and I suddenly realized there was a class I forgot to attend ever. And now I have to sit for the final, I wake up panicked and I'm going to, you know, fail. And the question, the, the person that posted the article actually said, I have this exact dream a lot. And I feel like the article's focus on adult anxiety omits the more puzzling question, which is why so many people have dreams that are not just thematically similar, but almost literally identical. And so the, and then the next person posted a list of anxiety <laughs> dreams. Oh. And I want to know is like, do you have this anxiety dream? Because I, I filled out all the poll. He did polls. Uh-huh. Yes or no. Do you have all these anxiety dreams? So we're going to start with. Right. Before, back- we, before you jump oh, into okay, that, let me, t- yeah. let me tell you that I used to have anxiety where I didn't sleep the first two weeks of August in preparation for school. Like oh I would God. be anxious. And it lasted until I was about 27. 27 or 28 years old oh what so august would come and right around the first of august i would literally stop sleeping like i wouldn't be able to sleep you have a whole month of sunday scaries basically two weeks and then once school started i was i was fine but yeah because you get there and you're like oh it's not that yeah but the but the run-up to school kept me awake for the first two weeks of august from maybe the time i was in junior high all the way through college, all the way into my well into my adulthood. <laughs> there you have it. Okay. All right. So uh, it is first one is back in college. Forgot about being enrolled in a class, and 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 it's time for the final exam. So the one from the article. This is first yeah, one. for sure. Have yeah. have had that. You've had that yeah. one. Yes, yeah. I have also had that one. Um, not as frequently as you might expect. Actually, I just realized I brought this up on the wrong profile. I need to see my own votes. Sorry. There we go. Okay. Uh, next, teeth crumbling or falling out? Yes. No, I've never, ever once had a teeth falling out dream. Uh, sent back to high school or even earlier as an adult because of some clerical error or, clerical error or long missing work. <laughs> no, but I have seen. 
What, Billy Madison? <laughs> Billy Madison. I have had a version of this um, where I definitely had to go to high school again as an adult. I and was like the, embarrassed to be there like the whole time. I've had the one where, maybe it's coming up, but I've had the one where you're given a job to like count something and they bring you into the room and it's like this impossible mountain of things you have to process. <laughs> like It's like count all these kernels of corn and you're like, and it's like a mountain of it. Interesting. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that one. All right. Uh, on stage playing with a band, either don't know the chords or hopelessly fumble fingered. I get the opposite one where like I'm awesome and then oh, I really? wake up and then I wake up and I'm sad that I cannot play <laughs> that I cannot play that way. I have 100% had this dream. And <laughs> in fact, my version of it is getting called up on stage by a famous band and then fucking it up. Like I'm, I know the words and I know that I'm gonna, like, Here, come sing the song for us, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then I just blow it. I don't have this dream because it actually happens to me in real life. <laughs> <laughs> As we heard. And it's called Bon Jovi's Runaway. Anyway. <laughs> Suddenly have to play with a pro sports team with no preparation. Yes. And it's generally baseball. Interesting. No, I've never had anything like where this. Where I'm standing in, like hitting, and it's impossible. That's the one I get. Okay. Trying to find a place to pee everywhere is unoccupied or unusable. Sorry, <laughs> occupied or unusable. Guys no, don't have this dream. <laughs> Because we just pee all over the place anyway. It's like I have had this dream, and it's usually because I have to get I have, my body's telling me to wake up. You have to go pee. Oh, like, running around looking for a bathroom. Right. But Trying to get do to you the ever, Do you ever pee? Like, if you ever pee in your dream, do you think you like been pee in the bed? I wake up and I'm I'm like, oh no, oh no, yeah, for sure. And then it's like, oh thank God. <laughs> but if you I, ever I pee in your dreams, if you ever like pee in dot. your dreams, like it, I, I always wake bed. up. I always wake up. <laughs> if you're actually peeing in the dream. You better wake up immediately or you're definitely going to pee the bed. What if, you, what if you poop in your dream? What if you're dreaming about Oh, pooping? my God. Yeah, you're going to crap the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get to the airport to catch a flight. Everything is going wrong. Yes. I've had versions of that one, too. Yeah, yeah I've, had, I've definitely had some version of that. You're somewhere you should be wearing clothes without any clothes. I don't have the naked dream. I just I do have the I do have the wearing something that's not appropriate dream, though. I have had versions of the naked dream. I don't think I've ever had my whole shit out. Like I was like, I'd be in underwear or something, that kind yeah, of thing. Like shirtless. Like, yeah. no, like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I, I feel like I'm actually trying to like find a pair of pants has been a thing that I've struggled with in the past in dreams. Some some reason my pants have been compromised. Do you have uh, Do you have dreams where other people are naked? Like <laughs> like you see like people None of naked your that. <laughs> Is it me, Ty? Have you had dreams about me being naked? It's Idris Elba as a genie. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that would be it. That'd be lovely. Such a nice You're driving in a storm and or at night and the wipers, defogger, headlights are useless. You can't see anything. You can't stop driving. Um, Had the lost dream. Like you're just in the middle of, you don't recognize anything. Yeah. I know that one, but I don't think I've had this particular the low one. visibility driving the dream. Low visibility driving dream. No, I haven't had that either. Uh, the the meta dream while having one of these, you explicitly think all these times I've dreamed about this happening and how it really is. <laughs> I've yes. had absolutely had that happen to me. Like the nested dream. Have yeah. you had the nested dream? The, yeah, the inception. The, the inception. Yeah. The I'm dreaming and then I woke up and I was still dreaming. Yeah. That one's that one will make your head spin around. Have you ever woken up from a dream and told yourself to stop like doing something in the dream and then resume the dream and actually had it work? No. 
I have you can never absolutely get back. been like able to do that more than like once. You've been able to jump back into your dream. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I was no. having a scary dream once where I was being chased, pursued by vampires, and I wow. woke up and I was terrified. And I was like, "It's a dream, you moron." And I went back to sleep. And in the, the latter half of the dream, I like became like the killer of all the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like, turned hulk- it around. I did. I, I hulked out. Yeah. I woke up long enough to turn this dream around. Yeah crazy i remember in the so speaking of dreams i remember in my late stages of of untreated sleep apnea like i know that you know you're if you have sleep apnea there you choke you essentially Mm -hmm. are choking Mm -hmm. you're essentially suffocating yourself while you Mm -hmm. sleep and i remember lying in my bed and i must have not been breathing for a long time Mm -hmm. because it woke me up and I was trying to catch my breath. And when I opened my <laughs> eyes, a sort of what I might consider the angel of death, like had his his hand stuck in my chest. Oh, my God. And my heart was like completely <laughs> like <laughs> it was completely pounding. I couldn't catch my breath. And I woke up and I used to live in this sort of basement apartment and I should turn this on yeah. continue and and I was I was clear as day and I can still see it now I was face to face with that entity and his hand was stuck in my chest it, it messed me up that's crazy for, for a while and then I and then I then I <laughs> and then I went and got treated at some point down the road but yeah, that was that was a that was a that was a wild that was a wild night. So, don't let your sleep don't go don't let your sleep apnea go untreated, people. It's bad for you. I might need to go get checked out. I feel like I have grown into sleep apnea. Like I don't think I had it when I was younger, and I think my dad had it when he was started to have roughly my age, and I think that I've grown into it. Do you, does does your does your wife tell you that that you snore or choke at all or snoring for sure? Um, uh-huh. I don't know about the choking, but maybe. If you do the sleep tests, you know they. You go to the you go to the hospital, and then they hook you up to all this stuff, yeah. and then you try to go to sleep. But it's just yeah. the sleep tests are so difficult. As like, far back uh, as college, I had a roommate tell me like because I didn't snore every night, but like we, there were times when if I did, he'd be like he he, he was like I don't understand what you're doing. He's like, don't you want to breathe? So maybe oh, I've had was, maybe I've had it for twenty years. Maybe maybe you may you should get that checked out. All right. Well, that's uh, all the topics we have for you tonight, and you know what part of the show this is. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! <laughs> Dad jokes. Oh, you're hosting. I'm, hosting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to. I thought you. That's fine. Do Dad it. jokes of the week. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we take time off. I know. It's fine because you were you were ending that segment. It's fine. I You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm what? Sorry. Read me your jokes. All right, jokes. Uh, I was going to ask you. Do you remember me telling you the joke about my spine? It was about a week back. Uh, uh, a wizard asked me to proofread one of his scrolls last week. So uh, you know, help out with some spell check. <laughs> I like that one. You like that? All right. Uh-huh. Um. A cat went to see the vet. What seems to be the problem, said the vet. Meow, said the cat. Yes, but where? <laughs> that was so good. You don't like that one? No. Isn't it strange that the adjective for metal is metallic? But that's not true for iron, which is ironic. 
<laughs> that actually might be ironic. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like rain on your wedding day. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> it's just bad luck. Isn't it strange that the adjective... Oh, sorry. Why is Europe like a frying pan? Because it has grease at the bottom. I mean, that joke required no skill at all. Right. Skillet. All. <laughs> Skillet. All. <laughs> there you go. The urge to sing The Lion Sleeps Tonight is always just a whim away. A whim away. A whim away. A whim away. And we are away. I am leaving my job because I got tired of doing all the heavy lifting. I submitted my two week notice. Mm. Another weak joke. (laughs) (laughs) Weak backs. Right. (laughs) Same guy who's got a weak back. Yeah, exactly. Now he's he's giving two week notice. And finally, my wife crashed her car on a very foggy night while listening to Adele. She couldn't see it all, went rolling in the Jeep. Oh, God. Roll it in the Jeep. All right. So here's the one I've been... There's a better joke. There's a good good joke in here. I don't think I quite hit it. Okay. But I'm close, but I'm going to roll this out anyway. I went to the hand slap store just before closing. They had plenty of up high, but they were out of down low. Guess I was too slow. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. There you go. Do you? What? The setup was so so. So let's get academic about this one. Like, I went to the hand slap store just before closing. Is that is that the right setup? Because I was trying to think. They had plenty of up high, but they were out of down low. Guess I was too slow. Maybe it's uh, for the big sale. I went to the hand slap store before the big just before uh, during the big sale. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, see that? Yeah, it puts some urgency on the fact that they were yeah. all out of down low. Right. Because it was a sale. Why would it be gone, right? Them closing right. doesn't really mean they'd be out of product. Right. There's a run on down low. There's a, <laughs> there's a run on down low. Guess I was too slow. So <laughs> yeah. the, there's a good joke in there. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think. I think that may be the fix. Is, Did you uh, make that up? I like that one. Yeah, I, yeah, I went to the. I went to the hand slap store during their big clearance sale. Okay. They had plenty of up high, but they were out of down low because I was too slow. Yeah. There we go. All right. That's 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 how it goes. <laughs> Give me the laugh track for that one. Thank you, thank you. All right, let's go to the overtime. Well, the reason we didn't show a show last week is because on Thursday, well, our, a couple weeks back, almost a month now, um, out of nowhere, our senior cat became gravely ill. Um, he uh, woke up basically broken from a nap with a severe bout of ataxia, which is essentially vertigo for cats. The best way I could describe it to you is that he was like a, a severe drunk. He got up, he couldn't walk right, couldn't focus his eyes, couldn't hold his head still. And it got worse, like bad, over the next day. So just it's, out of nowhere? Like yeah. You're, like one day your cat's like normal cat, and then, mm-hmm. then one day he just woke up, I mean, yeah. messed up. I mean, he was old. He was 16. He had some kidney problems here and there and some thyroid issues here, but we were managing it. And, you know, it, it, this kind of these issues were compounding over the last couple of years for sure. But 16 is pretty, pretty good run for a cat, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, he's half tabby, half Siamese. Siamese tend to be closer to 20 years. Tabbies die a little earlier usually for 13, uh-huh. 14 years. But okay. So yeah, he's definitely in the 
in the zone for it, but um, this was still quite unexpected. And he um, he just he got better. I took him to the doctor, and she's like, "Well, you know, it could be an infection, or it could be um, you know brain tumor. And the only way we're gonna find out if it's a brain tumor is by putting him in an MRI, which is of course thousands thousands of dollars out of my pocket. And it always feels callous to make a, a financial choice about a pet, but at the same time, it's like cat's been sixteen. I think if I was 92 and i was suddenly like about to like you know what i mean i'm like no <laughs> yeah, don't like, waste the money it's fine right. <laughs> we're good <laughs> yeah 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 so i it was you know it's tough to deal with that and then i'm like okay well let's start him on the antibiotics because if it's an infection maybe it'll just clear up and if it's an inner, inner ear issue it'll go away and he did recover uh for a while it never all the way like, but got to the point where he could manage. Like the first night, man, it was rough to even look at it. Like he could, he clearly was like in such distress. Like couldn't, mm-hmm. like he got to the point where he couldn't hold, hold his head still. Like, like he had Parkinson's uh-huh. and like slept with his face buried, like straight down on the ground. Like, like it was like, again, it was like a drunk person trying to sleep. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like just I'm putting my face directly down on this floor because <laughs> I don't want to throw up. It was tough, but again, he got better and he was better for, for a while. And then just suddenly, um, Basically, the day it actually was my birthday, um, he woke up and he was bad again, and then he got a little bit better, a few more days, and then the night before or the night we were going to record, um, mm. he just took a turn for the worse, and it was just then it was I'm not getting out of bed, and I can't won't eat, and and can't get out of the out of the bed to use the restroom, and and so it was like okay, well this is that's it, right? Yeah, can't eat, can't use the restroom, that's that's it for a pet, right? All right, put pet food right in front of you, no interest. Can't yeah. do anything. He wasn't like still. He just couldn't get up. He's just done. So most likely he had some sort of neurological issue that had been going on for some time, and it finally crested to the point where it felt like he like basically felt like over the last month he had had like three or four strokes. That's kind of what, mm-hmm. if I think back at sort of the different ways that it broke down. You know, like he had a stroke, and then he recover, right? And then he'd have, right. like, have another one, and then uh-huh. and, and reset, and, and it, it slowly recover. So we had to put him down uh, that Friday morning. So last Friday morning. Anyways, this is a long, sad story, only to say that it's been quite a while, actually, since I have lost anyone that I have, like, loving feelings for. It's just been a long time since I've lost, like, my grandparents are probably the last people to my mom's parents. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, going on 20 years ago now. And, you know, I mean, I've had, uh, I just haven't had gone through loss, and I just forgot what it's like to process kind of grief and, like, the things that have popped up. So, like, it, I, you forget that it's these little things, right? Like... The cat was an indoor cat, and we live in an area with a lot of birds of prey, so you can't let him outside of it. He'll absolutely get eaten by a hawk. Like, this right. is a thing that happens in our neighborhood, right? People put up lost cat signs, and I'm like, yeah, your, your cat is dead. Right. Coyotes. Eagles, raptors, whatever. Um, and, like, I stepped out to grill dinner the other night, and I came back in, and my wife's just crying in the kitchen. And it's because I had left the slider open. Like, I'd sl- shut it behind me out of habit, but left it open, like, this much. Uh-huh. And so she had like walked in and saw the door open and had that quick freak out of, oh no, the cat. And then, oh no, I don't have to think about that anymore. Oh. And now I'm like resetting, right? <laughs> oh. It's the little thing. You're right. It's the little things that remind you that. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's been, it's been a tough, it's been a tough week. Um, you know, she, the cat um, spent a lot of time with my wife in her office during the day. And I can uh. tell that that's really affecting her. Uh, and it's just it's it's it sucks man i forgot what it's like to lose a pet yeah it's been a I long mean, time. especially what a pet that's been around for 16 years i mean right. that's a i mean that's a long time to have a a friend in the house that just isn't there anymore right yeah and it was also like the first pet that we got together like we got him 
either right before or I think right before we moved in together. So it was still her apartment, but like we went and adopted him together. Uh huh. And so it's just, just, just kind of like, you know, like literally the end of an era. Right. Well, I mean, you get to remember the good feelings. How are the kids about it? The kids are okay. Cause you know, I mean, the kids are, are, are 10 and eight. And so the cat is already like, by the time they're old enough to even recognize the cat, the cat is already like almost 10. Right. Right. The cat's Cause... like doing its own thing. The cat yeah. is its own. <laughs> yeah. They like the cat, but they uh-huh. weren't like bonded with the cat the same way. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah it meant, it meant a lot more to, to, to you and your wife. Yeah. No. Anyway, I appreciate you being flexible last week. Um, it was definitely uh, a tough morning, and I haven't again. I haven't had to put a pet down in a long time, and I'd forgotten like that. Just terrible feeling about how can this be the only thing that we can do? Well, see, you're not a heartless bastard like everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, like crying in public. That was not cool. You have feelings. You have feelings. I, you know, it's okay, funny. Let, I was them, still, <laughs> let the feelings out. I told my wife like I don't actually don't mind crying. I don't like the 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 choking feeling <laughs> you know what like the why don't the muscles in my throat all have to be contracting right. like stop the quivering lip just, <laughs> like oh i don't just try to fight. gather yourself try to gather yourself after crying it's like always always the worst like try to re-enter <laughs> you're like <laughs> yeah i was just like looking away like looking down and try not make t- i don't want to make eye contact with the vet and stuff i'm like don't look, don't look at me don't look at me that's how i felt anyway. <laughs> Well, let, let the feelings out. So, goodbye, it's Wilbur. It was great knowing you. You're a great cat, unlike other cats I've had that I hated at various times. <laughs> anyway, exactly. that's it. That's why we didn't record last week. So, that's our show. Our thanks, as always, to all of you for listening to the 2 on 3 pod, where we endlessly pursue life's ideal recipe. Subscribe, review, tell your friends and your enemies. Oh, did we get an enemy update? I got to get one. We got to have an enemy update No, next well, next, maybe next time. All right. <laughs> and meet us here next time for more delicious dish. And until then, peace.